Welcome back to Thinking About It. Uh, we are here today with a special guest. Uh, Dave is absent today, but in his place, another Dave has uh, emerged, a good friend of ours, Dave Schneider. Uh, Dave is a counselor with Ward 2 here in Kitchener, longtime counselor. Uh, many will probably recognize him more as the dynamic and exciting voice of the Rangers here in Kitchener. Uh, where uh, you can see Dave here, Dave, every game. Lot, lots going on, Dave, with the Kitchener Rangers. Well, right now there sure is, yeah. Exciting playoff series. It's been a great season, and it's always a thrill to, to be at the odd yeah. Friday nights. I was there a little while ago, and uh, it's good hockey for sure. And, Dave, uh, so what else? You're also um, vice chair of the uh, Committee for Infrastructure and Services. Right. Uh, like uh, all councillor members, you get assignments to do right and uh, you're also on the economic advisory committee arts and culture you're you're a man of the arts i can tell and i love the arts very cultured (laughs) and uh, so yeah you're a pretty busy guy with that and other community activity and we just want to get to know you a little bit here and also just have you help us understand how the church churches like ours can make a difference in our city, how we can um, navigate some of the rules in local politics. We know that there's sensitivities with religion and church and so on and so forth, but there is a way to for us to be a blessing. We're, we're, we're taught to seek the welfare of the city, and uh, so we want to do that. So you got to help us understand uh, where the places that we can serve and maybe some of the areas where uh, it, it has worked out pretty good and we can learn from. So how does that? Is that a good place to start? Sounds great. Excited about this. Okay. So um, what are you guys dealing with right now that uh, you could really use the help of the church? Certainly prayer, but uh, are there areas that you, you could just appreciate the church coming in and helping out? Well, sure. I mean, number I think the number one issue we're dealing with is homelessness and encampments. Um affordable housing, uh, and, and connecting in, in community. And I, I think that's really where the church can come in and help out. Uh, with connecting with the community, like, uh, I am so appreciative of the work that Grandview has done at the Centerville Chickabee Community mm-hmm. Center. Uh, neighbors Day is a big day that we have here in the summertime, and, and that's, it's a time where we want neighbors to connect come together to get to know each other understand each other a bit better and uh, to put on a big event it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and, and some funding and Grandview with the Centerville Chicopee Community Center has done an amazing job like to see the the loving army of volunteers mm-hmm. that come in uh, you financially supported it paying for uh, the bouncy castles and all that fun stuff your praise band come out and and play uh, the volunteers who are doing uh, the grilling of the burgers and the hot dogs, making the popcorn, serving the candy floss, just smiling away. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and loving on the community. And it's just for me to see uh, the love of God mm-hmm. in action. Um, and, and I know it's like sometimes, you know, what happens in the States with the, the ultra right and everything, people get the wrong idea of, of what a real Christian is. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think that, you know, Grandview, you've done a wonderful job of just going in, 
and loving on people and letting that love of God flow right through you and shine mm. right through so you. So is Neighbors, I don't remember Neighbors Day growing up. Is Neighbors Day like a recent thing? Is it a Kitchener-Waterloo thing? Is it a provincial thing? Like, uh, what is it? it? It is a Kitchener thing, and it spawned from uh, a program we have in Kitchener called Love My Hood. And it is, uh, we have a separate website for that, lovemyhood.ca, and it's it just gives... Uh, neighborhoods opportunities to to do something in their community they want to put an event on uh, if they want to do a neighborhood cleanup if they uh, want to uh, you know have a, a big barbecue on their street so how whatever. organized you have to be let's say I live on a street and I want to do this do I have to form a committee and appoint a secretary and get a kind of a registration number or do, do I just phone <laughs> you up and say hey me and my friends on my street we're doing a barbecue just want you to know, can you help out? Is how, how simple is it? Actually, if you have the idea and a few people, we have a ton of ideas uh, at the Love My Hood website, and we have our staff to help you out with it. So if it means you want to say, we'd like to close our street down from 5 to 8 p.m., they'll get you all you need to do with the, with the permits, help you set really? every, everything up. And there's even funding. There's matching yeah. funds. If, say, if you wanted to do something in your park, um, you know, there's grants available and you match it and it doesn't have to be totally financial. It can be in, in hours that you serve and, and put into, to making it happen. So, uh, and, and, and churches are welcome. Churches have actually stepped up quite a few have to mm-hmm. do great things, uh, building community gardens, uh, things like that. It's, uh, it's really helpful and very welcome for sure. Cause I think sometimes the, uh, the sense that we get, and maybe it's because we listen to American news or, or news is very incendiary these days, it seems. Uh, you got these polarized right and left, and sometimes the church gets the impression that we're not welcome, um, we're, we're too, I don't know what we're called, but just that we're not really welcome in the public square, uh, kind of mind your own business, but uh, there is room for the church, the evangelical church in particular, to be involved in community events and like absolutely help us understand that. Hundred percent helpful uh, and and wanted absolutely. Um, uh, what I've seen of churches, uh, you know, what you, what what do you try and do? You you tr- you try and give people hope. You try and encourage them. You try to uh, draw them to having a relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. And, and, you know, as a Christian, we know what, what that love, what that light, what that power means in our lives. And we also know the commandment that, you know, we, we are to go out there and mm-hmm. love. And I, I think where the confusion comes is some of the judging that has gone on. Mm-hmm. Not, not, you know, necessarily as much here in Canada, but... The loving, like what what Grandview has done in the community and other churches have done in the community is is fantastic. Feeding people, having yeah. community barbecues. And so, we want to keep yeah. doing that. A few years ago, there was a bit of a concern when um, the current government uh, restricted funds, uh, summer grants in particular, to uh, churches that could affirm the government's position on abortion. And, you know, that's a a hot issue in Canada, mm-hmm. and there are a number of churches that are pro-life, for instance. And uh, we just felt that, oh man, what's this? All the good that we want to do, we we will do it without government funding, at least at that level. Uh, felt we were paying a price for being 
pro-life and that that contributed to some of the reluctance really to cooperate with any level of government um but can you help us think differently about that well i again i i think on that um what I've seen churches do and agencies do, Christian agencies do, is is go and support those who who are in that position. Um, do, do you need support? Do you need funding? Do you need clothing? Do you need a place to stay? Um, that's where I like. I, I guess what I see is I see it a little differently. Uh, I, I see churches have a great opportunity, and many are taking it and individuals in the church uh, j- just to go out there and, and help and support through that. Uh, they're not as hung up on, uh, you know, getting caught up in, in, in this kind of battle of, of thought and opinion, but just going out and addressing the issue. Yeah, we want to do that without, without it becoming political, Right. Right. We just do the good work. We have a view that maybe the government doesn't share, but should it matter, right? If we're engaged in community um, services, helping people in in difficult pregnancies and all the unwanted uh, issues there, we want to keep doing that. And we're not necessarily asking for help, but sometimes you just wonder how uh, we're viewed and those views there are other views that evangelicals have that are not shared by different levels of government. So I hope that we can keep um, looking at the middle ground there and moving in there and us serving. The, we're going to do it one way or the other because Jesus calls us to do it. Um, but is, if we can get cooperation and, and support or encouragement by our local government, that's, that's really good too. It, it truly is. And we've seen, you know, churches... Um, some with maybe shrinking congregations saying, hmm, can we use our building or our property to help out mm-hmm. with maybe affordable housing or, or providing space for agencies to work mm-hmm. and, and do good in? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've seen that with, uh, you know, there's a former Lutheran church at Lancaster and Bridgeport Road. Right. Uh, they donated their land um, beyond housing, which yes. is former Menno Homes have built properties there, and, and they still have meeting space there. So, I mean, what a great way to to really say, wow, you know, uh, for many years we were a church and we helped people, and now our land can continue to help people. Okay, you know Dave Barker. My, mm-hmm. In fact, you're neighbors with Dave, aren't you? you we're fairly close. Fairly close. <laughs> yep. So you know how annoying he was uh, for <laughs> a long time there on his street when uh, he just lives on a straightaway and the traffic was faster than it should have been and there are small children there and you know Dave just took it upon himself to mobilize people and um, our, uh, appeal for sign, uh, signage reducing mm-hmm. the speed and I, I just drove by there the other day and you've actually now got one of those and I think this is because Dave appealed to you, you and now this not only are the signs indicating lower speed but you got one of those things stuck in the middle of the road. What do you call those things? Delineators, right. Delineators. Yeah. You, you just can't miss that thing. Right. And that just has slowed down the traffic right on Dave's street. So how did how did that happen? Well, again, Dave approached me, um, and, and uh, you know, he was very respectful 
you know, and I, and I get it. People come and, and they are irritated, upset about the speeds on their street. The street he lives on is a feeder street to many other residential streets. And the driver behavior sometimes is, I'll slow down when I get near my house, but, you know. Right. So yeah. the biggest challenge our traffic department has is changing driver behavior. So we, we try to do that with signage. We try and get regional police to come and do some enforcement. But unfortunately, they're so busy, they can yeah. only do maybe two hours at a time. You got speed bumps. I've right. seen those. So that, those are some of the ways. Well, we, you know, uh, I presented all Dave's and, uh, material to our traffic department, um, and, and, and that is. And, and they, did, they, they constantly do traffic studies, so they're aware of the volume of cars on the street, the percentile speeds, and uh, we're able to do something So about this it. actually works. If you talk to your counselor, he, he's not just a talking head. You know people, and you can make things happen. We, we try and advocate. Like we're, uh, you know, I don't have the power to say, okay, we're putting a speed bump right. there. But it's advocating and, and saying, hey, I have a citizen who's sharing these concerns with me. How can we address them? And, and I think that's the best way of doing it. Uh, I was able to start a pilot pro, uh, project, too. Just putting like little lawn signs too, like please slow down. Yeah, I've seen so those. More more people are, are you, doing that. You you had something to do with that? I did. Yeah, that was uh, something that I, I asked about. We we what I was telling you about. I love my hood program. Yeah. They they offered that as, as one of the things, but it t- it was taking a long time because oh let's let's design it with you. And I thought, well, can we just shorten it down and go please slow down or a couple of other messages and get them out and get them out to people. So. It's helpful. Okay. My daughter wants, I think she does this almost every year. They close down the street. I don't know if they do that legally or not, but the the, the street people, they all agree. <laughs> I guess it gets closed down. I don't, uh, but if they were to go to you and say, look, we got the street parties, barbecue, um, they could do that legally? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I would connect them with our Love My Hood team. <laughs> they get everything looked after. There's even... Uh, we even have like a, an event in a box. So maybe you want to do some things. Do you want some, some other things going on at this? We, we can do that. If you want to show a movie, there's an inflatable screen and projector, things like that. Yeah. So Dave, one more question, more general. I mean, you're on town council and you get elected. So how does that work? And for Christians who want to run for office in other areas, um, what, what can you advise them if they think uh, they want to, get in that career well the first thing i would say is know that you're going into it to serve it's mm-hmm. it's not about you it's not about pushing an agenda uh if you love your community and care about it uh, go in with an open mind and an open heart um and and serve the best you can there's so many um opposing views on things these days mm-hmm. and it can really separate people uh, the hardest thing to do is is find some sort of middle ground. I know when I was considering running, one of the things I did was interview uh, past uh, mayors and councillors, and it was Mayor Zare, former Mayor Zare, who said, you know, when it gets uh, into a contentious issue, if everybody's a little happy and a little bit unhappy, you've probably met. That's as good as it gets. Good place, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, God bless you, Dave, and the work that you're doing and um, this your, your voice. Hope it holds out for the Kitchener Rangers. Go Rangers. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in, and uh, God bless you in your work. Until next time, uh, I'm Bob, and I'll be with another Dave 
next time we gather together. Thanks for listening to us. Mm-hmm.